Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on July 23rd, 2023. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you would like to contribute financially to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, You'll find information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Mark Gravrock with a Gospel reading. Our Gospel reading for this day comes from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 13. Jesus put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them into bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. The Gospel of our Lord. Wait a minute. You want us to do nothing? Just let the weeds and the grain grow side by side until harvest time? Have you ever farmed before? Do you know what happens if you just let the weeds keep growing? What kind of farmer are you? Or to put it another way, you're going to do nothing? Just let the evil and wrong run rampant in the world and in my life until the final wrap-up? Have you ever run a world before? Do you know what happens if you let evil and wrong keep, just keep growing? Have you checked out our world lately? What kind of God are you? Grace to you and peace from God, our Creator, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Scene one. There are folks who believe in God, and there are folks who want nothing to do with God, right? And if you've ever tried to change somebody else's mind about God, well, how well did that go? How much luck did you have? But during the years that I served as hospice chaplain, I discovered something, that when people know that they're dying, when people have a chance to truly enter that final journey knowingly, it turns out that almost everybody begins to rethink what they thought they knew about God. People of faith often re-examine long-held beliefs. They raise questions that they've never let themselves ask before and perhaps journey into deeper places than they've ever journeyed before. And folks who have never wanted anything to do with God often find themselves suddenly reopening questions that they thought they had closed long ago. So which are the weeds and which are the wheat? Are we sure we know the difference? Scene two. In our current climate of political divisiveness, it's really hard to have conversations across the lines, yeah? But if you think back maybe 10 years or so, do you remember those times when you actually could 
occasionally have constructive conversations across political lines? Okay, I'm not talking about your crazy brother-in-law who always shows up at Thanksgiving and after having a little too much to drink has to hammer his viewpoint into whoever else will listen or not. I'm talking about normal people. Do you remember how when you sat down one-on-one -on -one with someone and truly listened to each other, you might actually discover common dreams and hopes. You might discover gifts and perspectives that you share across political lines. So which are the weeds and which are the grain? Are we sure we know the difference? Scene three. Let me be honest about myself. I'm 72 years old and I still have not solved all my problems, my issues. I've grown, sure, but I still haven't grown out of some of those less than desirable features of my soul. I still struggle with the same parts of me that I recognized for decades need work. I still have not fixed myself. I'm still not as evolved as I like to pretend that I am. My own field, both inner and outer, is still full of weeds. But little by little, I am beginning to learn this, that God seems to love to use my weeds to draw me out of myself, to make me more reliant on the grace of Christ, and to give me greater compassion and understanding for your weeds, which, by the way, you haven't grown out of yet either. And the good grain inside me, the grain that the stuff that I like to think I'm proud of, sometimes my good grain turns out to be weeds in disguise. Which are the weeds and which are the grain? Are we sure we know the difference? So you want us to do nothing? Just let the weeds and the grain grow side by side until harvest time? Have you ever farmed before? Do you know what happens if you let the weeds keep growing? What kind of farmer are you? Or to put it another way, you're going to do nothing? Just let evil and wrong run rampant in the world and in my life until the final wrap-up? Have you ever run a world before? Do you know what happens if you let evil and wrong keep growing? Have you checked out our world, world lately? What kind of God are you? It's a really old question, a question that the human race has been asking forever. In the Old Testament, I think Job is the classic questioner. And when Job finally gets his day, his, his interview with God, God challenges him. God says, have you been around, Job? Have you commanded the morning since your days began? Have you caused the dawn to know its place so that it might take hold of the skirts of the earth and fling the wicked out each morning? Do you think you're up to being judge of the world? Why don't you give it a try? How are you doing with your own weeds? How are you doing with those parts of you that you don't want anyone to see, those parts that you don't even want to see yourself? This morning's psalm, the 139th psalm, is, it's a favorite of mine. Is it a favorite of yours as well? It is for a lot of folks. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and I rise up. You know what I'm thinking from far away. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in before and behind. You lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is simply too much for me. I cannot fathom it. Later on, the psalmist adds, 
I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them has yet existed. In other words, you know me, God, through and through, top to bottom, every nook and cranny, for better or worse, you know me utterly. And so the psalm ends, search me, O God, know my heart, test me and know my thoughts, check out every weed in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So what kind of gardener is this? What kind of God is this? To be sure, the weeds that we're talking about here are not cute little wildflower sorts of weeds. We can put up with those. Sure, we are talking about our garden variety foibles and irritations, but we're also talking about the violence and hatred that dominate the news. We're also talking about the cancers that ravage human lives. We're also talking about the fear and mutual suspicion that grips us to the core and warps our lives. Let them grow together, says the farmer, weeds and grain until the harvest. Let them be. Forgive them. What kind of God sets up a world like this? What kind of God doesn't step in and fix us? Just a few things to notice in Jesus' strange parable. First, the farmer says, an enemy has done this. That's all we get. An enemy has done this. No comprehensive doctrine of the origin of evil. No mythic drama of the fall of the devil. Just an enemy has done this. That is to say, these weeds were never my intention. They weren't my plan. Second, the farmer doesn't seem to be particularly bothered by the presence of these weeds. We are. We come up to the, the farmer and say, look, there are weeds in the field. What shall we do with them? Shall we root them out? The farmer says, okay, there are weeds. I'll deal with them when the time comes. For now, let them be. Evil is evil. Tragedy is tragedy. Horror is horror. And my weeds are my weeds. And none of that will hinder God from God's project of grace. Third, don't weed out the bad stuff, says the farmer. You're going to pull up the good stuff in the process. Besides, you think you know which is weed and which is grain. But have you noticed how often you get it wrong? How often your judgments are skewed? The distinction between good and evil, between something helpful and something harmful, between grain and weed, leave that one to me. This is not terribly reassuring, is it? For those of us who fret about where, where our world is going, this let them be farming is not very reassuring. What kind of farmer are you? What kind of God are you? Here's what Paul writes in today's Romans reading. Paul writes, The whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves groan inwardly while we wait for the harvest. 
And then he adds, just beyond our reading, the Spirit of God also groans with us, intercedes for us with groans too deep for words. What kind of farmer is this? What kind of God is this? This is a God who searches us and knows us through and through. This is a God who groans along with us, groan for groan with every one of our groans, ache for ache with every one of our aches. This is a God who groans along with this whole bloody creation all the way to the cross. This is a God whose grace will not be hindered by any sort of weed. This is a God who knows that the harvest will come no matter what. People of God, here's the bad news. This farmer is not going to rip out the weeds. The weeds are here to stay. And here's the good news. This farmer is not going to rip out the, word, the weeds. God loves you too much to inflict that kind of damage on you. Here's the good news. The weeds are not God's plan, but this farmer is not hindered by the weeds, not in the least. Here's the good news. God's seed, God's bountiful crop of grace, will not be hindered by the weeds. Grace will only grow and multiply and bear amazing fruit. All our weeds notwithstanding. Here's the good news. God aches with our every ache and carries them all. God groans with our every groan and carries them all. Here's the good news. There will be a harvest and we will finally be set free from every weed. For now, let them be, says the farmer. Forgive them. Let them grow side by side. I carry them all. I carry you all. Amen. You've been listening to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. Thanks for joining us.